Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast. This is my summer how-to series, how to stop comparing. Now, right off the bat here, I want to remind you that even though sometimes I title these episodes that you're going to stop doing something, my goal is always to just decrease it. So the again, the title of this episode should be how to decrease the amount of time you can spend comparing yourself to other people. But that just does not sound as good as how to stop comparing yourself to other people. So that's what I go with. And I know that in your mind, you think the solution will be to stop. But let me just offer you a few thoughts on why we compare and how we can do it less and really help you see that we don't need to stop comparing ourselves to other people. We just want to have an awareness around why we do it and what it's creating for us. And then take a few simple Uh, steps that we can practice that will help us just do it less, which is really all we need. We want to say whatever percentage we're at of how often we compare ourselves to other people, we want to decrease it by 20%. Say, okay, right now I compare myself to people 60% of the time or 40% of the time. And I just want to decrease it by 10% or 15% or 20%. I just want to do it a lot less and feel the benefit of doing it less. So the reason that we compare ourselves to other people is because we have a human brain. Our brain is scanning for what's wrong. That's just its default programming. It's just scanning with this like computer software to say, looking for what's wrong, looking for what's wrong. And so we naturally and very effortlessly see what's going very right for other people as evidence for what's going wrong with us. That's one way we do it. Some other ways that we compare ourselves to other people is if we want to give ourselves permission to feel a certain way or believe a certain thing, we want to first find someone else who thinks that way, believes that way, has had that experience, has experienced something that way, so that we have permission to also feel that way. That's another little tricky part of comparison. Our brain just wants to have the same things and the same experiences and the same Uh, or at least very similar uh, life as the people around us, because then we fit in and then we're doing everything right. Then we have a reason to believe that nothing's gone wrong. And so it does this by just evaluating and scanning other people's looks and lives and relationships and financial status and grades and all kinds of measurable things. We spend our life measuring things and not, and things that are less measurable. And then we, compare it to our own life. And we very easily see ourselves coming up short to these people that we're paying attention to. A sneaky way that we do like the opposite of comparing, I mean, it is comparing, but we get kind of the opposite results is that we will build ourselves up in a way, like maybe we're wanting to, we think that we're like wanting to feel better about ourselves. And so we compare ourselves to other people in a way to show like, well, at least I'm not doing it that bad. At least I'm not, you know, we we take a bad example to build ourselves up. And that's another thing that our brain will do almost without us asking it to. So it's just really interesting to understand that and to be aware of it and even to appreciate what our brain is trying to do. It's really trying to help us fit in. It's trying to keep us safe. It's trying to make sure we're on track and that we're doing our life right. And the freedom that we can get from stopping comparing or comparing less is when we reassure our brain that there's so many right ways to do something. We need to reassure our brain that in so many cases, it's not right and wrong. It's There's a lot of right ways to do something. Our brain really wants things to be finite 
and that just this is the right way and this is the wrong way. That's just so much easier for our brain to compute. And so it doesn't like that there's tons of there, that there can be, you're trying to make space in your brain for tons of variables and for all the variables to be reasonable options and reasonable um, ways to do it. Another thing that our brain wants to do is uh, it has like a sneaky version of everything we're trying to create. So if we're trying to create confidence, it offers us, this is again, this is on the default, right? It offers us these, I'm better than that person. At least I'm not doing it as bad as them, that kind of comparing those are actually arrogant ways to think because rather than just loving the way we're doing something, our brain wants to take it one more step to, and I'm doing it better than someone else because it thinks that makes our, our belief stronger. Right. And that's the same reason why it wants to be right or wrong. Like it wants to be, it wants us to be right and other people to be wrong is it thinks it makes our belief stronger to be right. Instead of just, this is the way I believe this is the way they believe and both are okay. That's a little less comfortable for our brain. So not only is it wanting things to be more finite, just one way or another, more more like calculable, measurable, um, it's also wanting uh, you to be able to feel very strong about what you're doing and the way you're doing it by saying it's better than other people. So it's interesting that it can go either way. What The way that I feel like we spend most of our time comparing is the one I mentioned at the beginning, which is where we use what uh, what's going right for other people to show us what's going wrong in our life. I think that's probably the most common way that uh, comparing sucks the joy out of our life. So um, that's the one I want to finish up with here and the one I want you to be the most aware of, even though there are those other ways that I just discussed. So again, we're running that programming to say what's wrong with like what's going wrong, what it's looking for danger. It's looking for um, embarrassment. It's looking for um, just potential harm or just the way that something's not going right. You're missing out on something. It has a very, like most most natural human brains have a very, that FOMO, that fear of missing out element going on there. So it's just always watching for those things. And so as you gain awareness around the fact that when I see someone have something that either I don't have or they have something better or maybe uh, I'm overweight and they're skinny or maybe uh, they are married and I'm single or they have kids and I don't or they have a nicer house or a nicer job or a nicer car or whatever it is that you struggle with comparing, I want you to notice the way your brain has identified that as proof that something in your life has gone wrong. And that's just completely unnecessary And all it takes is just a little bit of intentional thought work to overcome that default pattern of our brain. It just, our brain needs a little reassurance. So when it comes back to you and to say, oh, look at their car. My car is not like that. You reassure your brain to say, I have a great car. My car doesn't need to look like that for me to feel the way I want to feel. My brain sees that car and thinks that that's what I need to be happy because my brain's always looking for uh, relief and the way to be happy. And it thinks it's something outside of me. My default brain thinks that happiness comes from something outside of me, but I know that happiness comes from within. I know that I'm happy with my car. And when I'm not looking at that car, I feel great about my car. But when I'm looking at it, my brain says, I have evidence that your car is not as good. Right. And that's that comparison. So that's a really important thing to notice is that we because we're definitely in an era of life where we are so much more aware of what's going on for people than we used to be, and we're in this kind of consumption, 
mode because of technology. It's all at our fingertips. We can see what all our friends are doing all the time through social media and all of those things. Our brain is spending more time than ever comparing. So I'll give you an example. I have five daughters and none of them have like they've all tried lots of different little classes and gymnastics and we did soccer one year and then volleyball. Like we just tried a lot of different things, but uh, most of them have not like done one thing from when they were little on, on forward. Like, like a lot of kids do, they'll, they'll play, you know, basketball since they were, they were eight and now they're on the high school team and they're so great. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just not the way it went with my kids. We've just tried lots of things and we found things that we're good at and things we didn't like as much, and we're still trying new things. And the one that sticks out to me the most, the reason why I say I have five girls, is that they have a lot of friends who have done dance since they were little. And I'm very aware of this, and they're very aware of this, because we see on social media, oh, this person went to another dance competition, or uh, just finished another dance class, or, you know, and, and so they have friends, and my friends have kids who have done dance, right? And so we kind of have this belief that girls should do dance. And I'm not saying this is like a comprehensively, this is just the little journey my brain goes on whenever I spend time thinking about the fact that my friends, kids, my friends, daughters, my kids, friends have done a lot of dance. And I think I didn't put my girls in dance. And then I start to go on this comparing rampage of like, oh, have I robbed them of this experience of being like a really good dancer in high school or um, you know, they're, they're girls and they didn't do all this dance. And I just kind of run, my brain runs away with me a little bit if I'm not careful. But what always fascinates me is whenever I'm not looking at what my friends are doing, I feel great about the parenting choices I've made. And it's not until I'm like visibly, physically looking at pictures of my friends' daughters and their dance outfits and all the things that I start to question my decisions that I made on not like putting them in dance since they were little. And so that just shows you that number one, your brain is just doing its thing, right? And number two, that you can control a little bit. It's not that I want you to stop looking at social media, but I just want you to be on to yourself. And if you're like at a low point or if you're feeling very emotional, maybe it's a day to stay off of social media because when you see that, your very default reaction will be to question all of your decisions and to compare your life to other people's lives and feel like you're coming up a little bit short. So if you want to avoid that a little bit, just avoid that consumption that can really trigger the comparing for us. And when you're feeling ready to take all of that on, then feel free to observe things that trigger that comparison for you and work on that art of comparing less. So even if your brain starts with the comparison, you quickly are able to reassure it and say, I love my life. I love my decisions. I love my car. I love my clothes. I love my body. Whatever it is that you struggle with the comparison on and you practice not making what they have mean anything about your life and that anything has gone wrong in your life because they're over there doing their thing and you're over here doing your thing and both things are great. Both things are amazing. And I want you to love your life and then to even work on improving your life just from a space of here's something I want, not so that I can be more like them. And maybe that's how I'll be happy. You just work on loving your life as it is. And then improving the areas you want to improve only because you want to improve them. Happiness always comes from within, not from having the things that other people have. And I know you logically know that, but your lower brain, the part of your brain that just works on default mode 
is still pretty sure that happiness is going to come from this outside source. And it's always looking for it. What's the outside source that's going to make me happy? Is it going to be money? Is it going to be my kids doing certain things? And it all comes from you. So keep that in mind whenever your brain starts doing the comparing thing. Try to decrease how much you spend time comparing. And when you do compare, make sure to respond and reassure your brain that nothing has gone wrong and that everything is great and that you can love your life whatever it looks like. I know you guys are going to have some awesome success applying these tips and I can't wait to hear about it and I'll talk to you soon.